It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Will the Dallas Cowboys finally, and I mean finally, have (laughs) all five starting offensive linemen together on the field at the same time? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match worth up to $100. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, the Dallas Cowboys have a monster matchup in week five against the San Francisco 49ers. The good news is there's a chance, a small (laughs) chance, that the Cowboys could have their entire offensive line back on the field. Uh, I'm just going to ask you, like, what do you think it's actually going to happen this week? I, I think it's unfair to call it a small chance. I think it's Why? it's, it's uh, I, well. I mean, maybe it's not, but I, I think it's I think it's fair to call it more than likely they will have their starting okay. five. Uh, but I, I I wouldn't say that we are out of the woods uh, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, there's, there's a, a walk through. There's a flight. There's there's a walk down the hallway at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been. Uh, I was I was tell, talking to somebody the other day. Uh, it, you know, we, we've, we've, we felt like we've, we've quantified this a couple different ways. It's been two, two years. It's been, uh, 20 plus games or whatever it is. Uh, I think the thing that, that strikes me the most is that Tyler Smith has never, has never played with the, uh, assumed starting five, uh, offensive lineman for the Dallas Cowboys. That, that's never happened for him. Well, and the other one crazy. is he's never played next to Tyron Smith. And that's honestly, totally nuts. It, what makes me the most nervous is assuming you do get all five offensive linemen back. I think everybody just assumes like, Hey, it's going to be a great unit right away. And the one thing that we know about offensive lines is it continuity matters a lot. And sure. knowing exactly what to expect next, you know, with the players that are next to you. And this feels like a really tough game to try to figure all that out on the fly. Well, to be fair, I have seen this. I have seen this lineup quite a bit because we saw this lineup quite a bit in training camp in, in training camp the previous year. So it's not like they don't have some reps together. They do have reps. It's just not. It's obviously zero game day reps. Yeah. I will say that something that's interesting that's pointed that was pointed out is that uh, you know, look, obviously th- their defensive line is incredible. It's it's elite. It's it's on par with the Cowboys. It's uh, it's 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 a nightmare. The positive thing about this is that they don't do a bunch of twists, a bunch of stunts. They don't do a, a ton of blitzing, which is like the kind of confusing aspect of it. It is going to be more just about 
uh, you know, a street fight between our offensive line and their defensive line, which, you know, isn't great anyways, but at least there isn't the added element of a whole bunch of extra confusion that, that could cause problems with the continuity. Sure. I, you know, I, I think that this is, uh, in many different ways, the best game for the Cowboys to finally get their starting offensive line back. Not, not obviously in the sense of it would be great. It would have been great to get the, you know, at least a game underneath their belt first. But it, it, listen, if you're giving me the option of having the starting five out there against the San Francisco 49ers or not, I'm certainly taking the starting five. Yeah. So how much of an advantage would it be for the Cowboys to have all five offensive linemen, assuming they're healthy? Like if Zach Martin and Tyron Smith are active, I got to assume they're healthy enough to be effective on the field. But is it enough to potentially neutralize most of the 49ers pass rush? I don't think it's about neutralizing it all the, completely, but I think it's about just having a higher percentage of successful plays. You know, I, I think that there's just that extra three to four plays in the game where having a backup offensive lineman may have uh, been, you know, uh, may have ruined the play because you're asking uh, Adoga to go against Nick Bosa sure. on a third and seven. And Maybe Tyron Smith can't hold him for three seconds, but he can hold him for two and a half, whereas Adoga could hold him for 2.25. And that 2.25 seconds is the difference between that getting the pass off or not. So I, I will I think, say this. One of the things yeah. I don't want to see in this game is an overconfidence in the offensive line. And what I mean oh, by yeah. that is I think McCarthy loves five-man protections, which I get, especially if you're getting rid of the ball quickly. But against the 49ers, they've got so yeah. much speed. And they almost dare you to throw the ball quick on them because they can rally to the football and tackle. I think I would still like to see a lot of six and maybe even seven-man protections because the way to beat this 49ers team is by throwing the ball down the field. So, yes, it's great that you could potentially have all five offensive linemen back on the field, but I'm good if the Cowboys kind of want to slow play it a little bit and see how everything looks before they really just at least all five offensive weapons on the field at the same time. I actually. I actually disagree a little bit. Okay. I, I I tend to think that the way to beat the 49ers is the way that the 49ers want to force you to play. Except the difference is that the Cowboys play that way better than anyone in the NFL. The way to beat the 49ers is in the quick game. Is, is to move the ball down the field efficiently. And, and then listen, when they start to come down, when they start to bring their safeties down more and they start to do look, then you take the shots over the top if they provide for them. But I think the difference between what the 49ers are forcing other offenses to do versus what the Cowboys can do is that the Cowboys can play that game. The Cowboys have one of the few quarterbacks in the league who can play the quick game all up and down the field. If you want to play just a dink and dunk to get between the 20s, now, here's the problem. When they get in the red zone, they got to score points. And that's where the 49ers are great is Actually, they're not. That's that's the thing. Well, the, the, I mean, not, not statistically this year. They've yes, up. yes. Statistically like this year. Generally. Generally speaking. That, so that's... That's really where where they need to find a way to take advantage and 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 you know solve the red zone woes this week. You know, again, as someone who believes that that's that it's kind of a not a statistical anomaly, but I, I feel like this is something that will even itself out. I, I think that the Cowboys will be able to kind of put points in the board better than they have in previous weeks, and I think part of that has to do with having a solid trusting your offensive line sure. and play and, and calling the plays that that kind of indicate that and allowing them to shine a little bit yeah it's 
this is interesting. I, we it's not very often that we disagree on how we plan on seeing the Cowboys attack, but I the way that I look at the 49ers defense is it's really hard to sustain long drives against yeah. them because eventually you're going to get you're going to get a turnover or sorry, you're going to get like a penalty or a drop pass and once you get in third long, it's hard to consistently move the chains. So I always look at this as like, hey, this is where you need your receivers to to play well. And we saw it last sure. year, like the Cowboys had a big chunk play down the field to CD lamb. And that's how they were kind of able to move the ball. It's, it's, it's a defense that you've got to find a way to get 30, 40 yard gains to put yourself into, you know, scoring position. I, it's going to be fascinating to see how Mike McCarthy as the play caller tries to balance staying ahead of the chains while trying to be aggressive and taking shots down the field. That's, that's what I'm the, the most interested in seeing on Sunday night. I don't think that, you know, look, I, I don't know that we are necessarily on opposite sides of this because I, I think that ultimately what the Cowboys need to do is draw the, the, deep, the 49ers defense down in order to take those shots over the top. Because, because I do agree with you that the difference between this season and previous seasons is that the Cowboys have better receiving options. They have the mm-hmm. option to go down. They have the options to create big plays with their receivers that they didn't necessarily have, especially once Pollard got injured, right? But I think that in order to kind of earn those deep shots, you've got to find a way to draw Hafunga down into the box. You've got to find a way to get it just so they're having a single safety high. Then once you isolate their uh, corners on our wide receivers, that's when you take the, uh, yeah. take the shots down the field and get, you know, get your chunk plays when you can against a defense that has been almost impossible to get chunk plays against. So yeah. you've got to draw them down in order to get the favorable matchups uh, that you want on the outside. All right, let's talk about the other side of the ball and how in the world the Cowboys can stop Brock Purdy, which seems <laughs> so wild to say, but Brock Purdy still has not lost a regular season game. Let's talk about how the Cowboys can match up against this 49ers uh, offense next. This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look so good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they just fit way better. They fit better than regular shorts that are made of that stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs have fixed this issue by inventing cloud-knit fabric that looks just like a khaki, but stretches so you get a slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dog uses anti-stink sweat-wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Bird dogs are functional for any occasion. I absolutely love using my bird dogs when I'm out on the golf course because not only does it keep you nice and cool and dry, but they're also flexible, so you can twist a little bit. Bird dogs are just amazing. I I, I wear them all the time. Go to birddogs.com slash LockdownNFL or or enter promo code LockdownNFL at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order that is birddogs.com slash lockdown NFL for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for mock draft Monday on the locked on NFL draft podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is 
brought to you by Bird Dogs. We'd love to know that up top. We want to let you know that the Lockdown NFL Kickoff Live Show is here every uh, Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on every Lockdown NFL YouTube channel. We're going live with host Tanitra, Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs, who will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and so much more. Plus, get in-depth local analysis from our stable NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Lockdown NFL Kickoff live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on any Lockdown NFL YouTube channel. Landon, let's talk about Brock Purdy. Uh, the last time the Cowboys played him, he actually didn't have a great game. What's the key to slowing down Purdy? Well, I think you just got to get him off his mark. I mean, I think the key thing with Birdie is uh, with Birdie. Wow, that's actually a great nickname. Uh, with Purdy is that is that you know he is just kind of the perfect Shanahan quarterback. Like he, he just does exactly operates what the offense says. He does. He does exactly what Kyle would do if Kyle was in the game, and I think that's what Kyle wants. Right? Is that he wants a quarterback that will operate his offense the way that Kyle would op- operate it, and and I think that that's just about. You know they're ruthlessly efficient on first and second down. They don't want to get into third downs, no. and, and and I think that that's where the Cowboys have got to find a way to force them into that situation. Pur- Purdy has really basically been in a situ has been in a situation where, you know, it's 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 not that he hasn't that he's. We should be giving him credit because the numbers are ridiculous, but but he's also been provided a situation that is just outrageously good for a quarterback, right? Like Kyle Shanahan's the best play caller, play designer in, in the NFL. He's got wide receivers and running backs and tight ends that are on par with the best teams in the NFL. So the, the, the key thing is, is to make Purdy uncomfortable. You've got to find a way to make Purdy uncomfortable. And that's kind of hard to do when you've got Kyle Shanahan and all those offensive weapons. So I think that the way that you're going to have to do it is you're going to have to beat down the 49ers ruthless efficiency on first and second down. You have to find a way to get them into third down situations because they're just not comfortable with that. And then if you could find a way to get into an obvious passing down, the center on to the right are all very uh, uh, fertile targets for this pass rush. You could find a way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like you could find a way to attack the center on over to the right tackle with the, with a wide variety of all the guys you have, obviously specifically Micah in the middle because he's had a ton of success getting in through the a gap and through the B gap. I, I do think that, we haven't seen Purdy under assault the way that uh, that he, you know, a lot of quarterbacks have been at different points in his career. Obviously, a lot of that has to do with the fact that having Trent Williams is yep. the best offensive yep. lineman on the planet uh, on one side. But but the rest of the four offensive linemen are, I mean, Banks is pretty good, but the the other three are are pretty suspect. And the Cowboys can find a way to make hay against the pass rush, but they have to find a way to stop and slow things down on first and second down where. This offensive line again acts as a uh, an extension of Kyle Shanahan, and their schemes are so good that it doesn't take a lot of talent to get where they need to get and, and to seal yep. off guys and create creases for McCaffrey. So the Cowboys have got to find a way to disrupt early and downs to get them into third down, and then make Purdy uncomfortable. And, and even when you get to third and long, Shanahan does a really good job of making sure Purdy doesn't get into bad situations. They'll run screens. They'll even just run the ball. Like they'll just, they'll yep. just run the ball on third and eleven and be like, "Hey, well, we're going to lean our defense rather than having Purdy make you know a tough throw into a window." Um, 
one of the things that I'm going to be really curious to see is how do the Cowboys deploy Micah Parsons? Because we saw in the first meeting in the playoffs, they actually let Parsons go up against Trent Williams a lot. And actually, Parsons had some success. Now, he wasn't quite as effective. In 2022, we saw him go up against the right tackle, which was Mike McGlinchey, far more successful. So do the Cowboys put Parsons over the center just to create the most havoc? Or do they feel like if we put Parsons on Trent Williams and maybe he wins some of those matchups, we just have massive advantages everywhere else, right? And if, you know, we have Demarcus Lawrence against uh, their right tackle, who's really, really struggled. Is that the best way to create a consistent pass rush is by basically going one for one Parsons, Trent Williams, and then everybody else? I don't know. I I, I think the, the answer is probably to mix it up a little yep. bit and just don't let the 49ers know where Parsons is coming from. But you've got to rattle Purdy somehow. And we've seen that like, he'll he's going to give you probably two or three chances in this game. You just got to make the plays. Yeah, and I think the, the key thing is what you said. I think it's about mixing it up because I think it's not even just about getting Demarcus Lawrence on the right tackle. Give me Demarcus Lawrence on that right guard. Give me, give me Demarcus Lawrence inside, and, and give me Demarcus Lawrence against Trent Williams. You know, yeah. because uh, you know, look, he may not be uh, the athletic marvel that Micah Parsons is, but there's very few people in the entire NFL that have better hand technique than than uh, than Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. So even against Trent Williams, I think that he can give him a couple of really good reps and, 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 you know, keep him on his heels. I tend to think that they need to attack the middle of that pocket. It, it, it's so hard for quarterbacks to have to throw the football when they get uh, attacked in their face, especially for young quarterbacks. Um, and, and Purdy has been exceptional and, and, and not turning the ball over there. There's gotta be some regression there. Let's force. Well, some of that I mean, regression. you saw there was, I think the game against the giants. Yeah. It was a game against the giants. Yeah. The, get a couple, the, the Monday night football, like, there was multiple chances for the Giants to make plays in that game, uh, and they just dropped them. You can't do that. Like, there's just those are going to be the game. If you make those plays, I think the Cowboys are going to win. But if you drop them or you're just a step late, really don't have a chance here. I think the Cowboys have the the Cowboys do have the advantage in quarterback play. I, I think, but as far as how the op, quarterback produces in the offense, different. Yeah, I think I think it may be a pretty even matchup between these two teams. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. The, the last thing on the offense before we move on, tackling. Now the Cowboys have been fantastic at tackling this season, outside of a little bit in that Cardinal game. I believe they only have seven missed tackles uh, on yeah. the season, but the 49ers have the NFL's best two receivers after the catch. George Kittle is amazing. And then there's obviously Christian McCaffrey. You've got to rally to the football. You've got to tackle. You can't let a three-yard gain turn into an 11-yard gain. That's how they're going to lose this one. If they don't tackle well, they don't have a chance. Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, it kind of feeds back into what we said about early down play, right? If yep. Tackling on first and second down is going to be key because you can't let a first down seven-yard pass turn into a first yard 12-yard pass, right? Yep. And that may seem like five yards, but it's like it's there's all add up. And if you're getting – if they're consistently getting first downs on first and second down, you're not getting an opportunity to give your uh, defense – uh, to put your defense on the footing that it wants to be uh, yeah. and, and really go after them. So this is this more than any game that they've played so far. This is a game where they really have to earn the right to pass rush. Uh, but I also think that it, when they earn that right, once they have earned that right, they have the chance to be incredibly successful because of the uh, mismatches of our defensive line versus their offensive line. 
All right, let's make our predictions for week five next. This episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is easily the most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, all you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize picks is honestly the most fun I've ever had playing DFS. You can win up to 25 times your money this football season. I love how many different stats and players that you can choose from. I also like this new prize picks reboot policy. Uh, if one of your players gets injured in the in the first half of the game and does not return for the second half, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. This again, this is for not only the NFL but also for college football top twenty-five matchups. Absolutely fantastic. Go to PricePicks.com/slash LockedOnNFL and use promo code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Again, go to prizefix.com slash NFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match worth up to $100. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Landon, best time of the week, prediction (laughs) time. Who do you have winning this NFC showdown? Well, look, I mean, if I pick the Cowboys every single week on this show, uh, it would be hard to find me very credible. Uh, I I think I'm going to pick the 49ers. This is just a very, very good football team. And I think if the Cowboys are allowed to lose any game this season, uh, it's against a very good uh, 49ers team in San Francisco. Uh, but I think it's going to be a close game. And and, and listen, I, I really do think this is a 50-50 game, and I'm picking San Francisco more as a formality more than anything, I think. Uh, I, I'm going to pick San Francisco to win 28-24. I do think that the Cowboys will uh, – oh, no, no, I'm 28-27. I'm sorry. I think it's going to be a one-point game. Okay. Uh, and and uh, and I think the problem is going to be, unfortunately, that the Cowboys kick field goals in, in, in the red zone at times when they probably should have scored touchdowns. Uh, but if they can find a way to get past us, which I, which I would not be shocked if they did, I, I think the Cowboys can pull this one out. Um, this is going to be a really good game, I think, between two very talented teams. San Francisco may be the only team uh, on the Cowboys roster that is markedly better roster talent-wise than the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, I think you know the Eagles are probably uh, pretty on par. I think 49ers probably, it's it's just maybe a tick above, but I think the difference here is that, again, I trust our quarterback uh, more than theirs. Uh, and I think that that's ultimately what's going to keep these, this game close. Uh, but I, I, at this point, I think if, if I don't pick the 49ers to win, uh, then I'm probably going to pick the Cowboys for every single game of the rest of the season. So uh, I'm picking the uh, 49ers 28-27. I don't worry about the Cowboys defense too much. Like the 49ers are going to score some touchdowns. They're going to get points. Like they're going to be fine. I, I, I think the Cowboys can hold them to 
I'm going to go 23 points. And that mm. usually should be enough to win. I just think with the Cowboys still kind of working out some of the red zone issues, the offensive line, first game back together, potentially. You also have a couple guys that are still beat up. Like Terrence Steele is still working to come back yep. from his injury. And you see that on tape. I mean, he's played the last few weeks, but he's still working back. Uh, Tyler Biotis working back from the hamstring injury. I thought Zach Martin last week, it was awesome that he played. He's still not 100%. I got to assume Tyron Smith isn't at 100% either. I just wouldn't be surprised if this is a game where it just looks kind of clunky for the Cowboys on offense. And maybe they have a couple turnovers, but I'm going to go, let's go a weird score. 23-18, 49ers. But I, I agree. I think it's a one score game through and through. Yeah, and again, I think if the Cowboys get in there and you see some success in the red zone, then it's game on. Like yeah. I think, I, I think the Cowboys have every chance to win this game. Last uh, thing, but we, but we got to see it first. We were talking about this pre-show. Brock Purdy, I, I believe this is the number forty-one career sta- uh, snaps when trailing, and he's never trailed by more than a field goal in a regular season game. Um, I want to see, and this is the, this is the, really the key for the Cowboys: get an early lead. Yeah, we saw this against the Jets. You took the ball, you scored on the first drive. We saw this against the Patriots. You took the ball, you got a field goal. It's still points, and then everything kind of you know went well from there. I want to see what this game looks like if the Cowboys get up 7-0, 10-3, 13-3, and now the 49ers are forced to have a little bit more of a standard drop back passing game. Get a lead, and I think the Cowboys can control this one. I agree. Yeah, if the Cowboys are able to play in the game script that they want, then I I feel very good about the Cowboys' chances because it's just a lot of unknown for Purdy, yeah. uh, and and it's a lot of unknown against a, a defense that really wants to get you in that kind of position. All right, that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every day. Every day, we'll be back on Monday to break down this game, win or lose. I want to let you know that we are free and available on all platforms. Check out our shows on YouTube. We post content every single day. Go follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy this awesome, awesome Week 5 game, and we'll see you right back here next time. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.